0: This dome is filled with pyreflies, it's like one gigantic sphere, people's thoughts remain here, forever.
1: getting so tired of all these Final Fantasy 10s. (laughs) Not really. I fucking love this game. I have like fully. You you have
2: had a huge turnaround on this game.
1: Yeah, I've been
2: loving it. It's so good. I, uh, like now that I've like, like uh, behind the curtain, I've played a little bit ahead just to be ready for the podcast. And, um. I've started doing some of the side stuff, and so you and I feel exactly opposite about this game right now. <laughs> sure. I'm sure. like, this I, game sucks. It never should have been made.
1: <laughs> I guarantee there's going to be things in in this game that I'm like, oh, actually, fuck this game. I should have not. But right now like, I'm just kind of like super, super invested in all of it, and just yeah. the the customization is just super fun. I just, I can't get enough of it. Really? Yeah. I, I don't, have I
2: even... I don't think I've customized but one item thus far. Yeah. I was I'm, just like... I'm going to talk a little oh, bit
1: about customization today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But Before we do that, do you want to take it away, Curtis, and let these fine folks know uh, who's talking? I'll, I'll
2: take it away. I'll take it so far away, you'll never find it. <laughs> How does the Hymn of the Faith go?
1: Wake up, stinky wake up oh, stinky boy
2: <laughs> <laughs> every fnf f podcast is, is the one that you're listening to hey blah, blah. do we still have a soundboard there it is there, there it is <laughs> all right yeah this is the every fnf f podcast i am curtis i'm carl i'm alex and <laughs> this is anakin baby we made it. We made it. We did it. We finally
1: did it. The world is saved.
2: Everything's good. How many episodes of ten is this thus far? It's a lot. It's a it's lot. Like Thirty. It's a whole this bunch. Is like,
3: uh, yeah, this is very much like Night in the Woods, where you come home <laughs> after a while, and everything, and there's a yeah, there's a possibilities now.
1: <laughs> yeah, possibilities is closing. That sucks. Speaking I'm of, I sure uh, like their pizza. I
2: like the part in Night of the Woods where um. May looks right at the camera and says, this has truly been a night in the woods. <laughs> I'm just
1: getting so tired of all these night in the woods.
2: <laughs> um, Yeah, we finally made it to Zanarkand, man. It feels like it's been for fucking ever. We've been on the road. Uh,
1: we finally notably made it, quote unquote, to Zanarkind.
3: Ooh, Yeah, Titus Andy. has been... You know when you, like, are on your way home from, like, a long trip and you, like, as you're, like, nearing, like, the last half hour, you really have to pee and use the bathroom because your body, like, has this weird, like, <laughs> like, like, reflex. I call it, like, vacation constipation.
1: Oh, yeah, like the Pavlovian, uh, vacation like, the salivating dogs, but for piss.
3: <laughs> it's the comfort of arriving home for the first time, so. Nice. Yeah, we haven't seen Titus pee this entire game. This Titus arriving
2: back in Zanarkin to see it, like, completely destroyed. Because when he left it, you know, he, like the way he remembers it being like the city that never sleeps and like all these good things. It's like when I went back to Lexington for the first time in years, like a year or two ago, and I was like a whole foods and a Trader Joe's right beside my parents' house. I don't like (laughs) this a bit.
1: (laughs) This place is starting to freak me out. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be running into Xanarkind, and we're gonna pass the Whole Foods. We're also going to see a Trader Joe's in the distance. We can't get to the Trader Joe's, but uh, <laughs> we definitely do see a lot going on in Xanarkind. A lot has changed since we were last here.
2: <laughs> Wawa sandwiches just aren't as good anymore. They like really started <laughs> cheaping out on the meat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they do weirdly still have the gobbler for some reason. It's not. It's, it's supposed to be at seasonal. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah. But, uh, yo, the second we walk down into this path, it is the intro of the game. It's the very yeah. beginning when we hit deja new Deja
3: vu, deja... What's the double deja vu because... Carl, like, watched the whole intro cutscene not realizing he could skip it. <laughs> yeah, and had to watch it screen. again. I it yeah, I was just going to
1: say, if you go all the way back to, like, the first, uh, the, like, what uh, I think the first episode first where episode I'm talking yeah. about how beautiful of a cutscene it is, it's really setting the tone for this game, and then I didn't skip it, and I watched it, and then I had to watch it again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he didn't realize that was, like, leading up to the new game selection. Yeah.
2: But, uh, yeah, we see that scene again where we see, like the party members sitting around that um
3: that pile with like the blitz ball and the sword and the staff well they're not sitting around that they're sitting around a fireplace or of, of oh, a campfire they set and the uh yeah his brother's sword and the, yeah, that's true and Una's staff one of them i don't know which one it is it's not the one she's equipped with currently yeah and uh, we see the scene where like titus puts his hand on Yuna's shoulder
2: and he stands up on that precipice and says listen to my story this may be our last chance just like he did yeah. in the beginning now i get it i get it and then it's like the has this whole game just been a framing device up to this point seems like, that way what a wild thing to do because
3: yeah, yeah we cut like basically time jump it's like nighttime, and titus is like basically catching everyone up to th- the whole game so far yeah, it's like they've been telling the story of everything that we've done up to this point. So like,
1: and then we got to the Chocobo Eater, and
3: you know, at least like thirty percent of that he probably didn't have to recount because they were there. <laughs> yes,
1: it's like we're gonna go over this part again because Aaron wasn't there. Um, but but it's actually it's pretty cool because like yeah, time flashes forward. Hey, there was more, right? Yeah, I mean like that time. The uh, anyone
2: and um. Yeah, it's weird because, like, I guess the the intro scene that we saw where he's like, listen to my story. This might be our last chance. Like, it's all just been them recounting all of these things that have happened. And so, like, we've actually been in one extended flashback for, like, <laughs> fucking 30 hours <laughs> Damn. of game. Wow. What? <laughs> I did Wild. not
1: really realize that. I kind of thought of it more as, like, a, you know, like a... a- director choice of, like, oh, you're not playing through the flashback or whatever, which, like, I guess we are because of the narration and everything. Like, mm. we are finally in a point in the game, assume like, presumably, where the narrator's not really going to be, like, talking about events that have happened anymore. Like, we're now, you know, facing the future. Like, the well, uncertain he, future. He
2: could be? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Yeah, we'll it's... See, I don't but... know. It's
1: very vague and weird. Like, I was just kind of thinking it was just... You know, I I didn't really. They,
2: they took a moment to tell some stories, and then
1: yeah, yeah, like yeah. I didn't realize that until you guys just said it. <laughs> I
2: think either way you look at it, you, it's essentially the same. I mean, like it doesn't like change anything.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but um, and then and then Riku killed the sanctuary guardian or whatever yeah riku killed the sanctuary
0: garden
2: on her own and she killed seymour on her own and
1: (laughs) And then we went to that temple and rode a chocobo and got a cool item that allowed us to get trio of nines that uh (laughs) you you remember with the time we got stuck in the freezer at the quick stop (laughs) that
2: just happened we're still there (laughs) anyway um but yeah so like and then yuna stops titus from talking and says
0: i think yes i think that we should stop Maybe. For now.
3: <laughs> and I, I mean, yeah, because we're caught up now. Yeah. It'd, yeah, funny, yeah. it'd be funny if he was like about to keep just riffing as if like, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 you can, you can stop now. Yeah, I do like to up. think
1: that Titus is like, I need to cherish every moment that I have left with Yuna. I need to keep stalling, so I'm going to talk for... The game clock says 62 straight hours uh, of how much playtime I've had. I'm just going to talk about that in He's trying to filibuster
3: the final assignment. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, right. He started a fucking
1: I mean, Final Fantasy podcast and is just talking about his adventure.
2: I do feel like um, it's to me it's almost similar to like the calm Lands in a way of like the one of the greatest dangers to the pilgrimage is just not going. And so like this is like a final almost like a final stand of like Titus being like let's just sit here and recount like he's in, he's kind of like lost in the pleasure of remembering the good times and not having to think about like the fucking damnable deed that they're getting ready to have to do because we're here like we're at Xanarkin. this is the yeah, end
3: it's happening yeah. Yeah. In, drinks to remind you of the good times and drinks <laughs> to remind you of the bad Better times. times he gets a
1: potion <laughs> drink he gets an ether drink he gets an <laughs> elixir drink he gets some remedy drink
3: he gets knocked out, but he got up again because he got a phoenix down. <laughs> <laughs> so what's cool about this area is that,
2: like, there's a really cool, like, is it a rendition of Two Arcand Like, it's, it's got, like, really nice music to it.
3: Yeah. Um, it's the, I, yeah, what is it called? I forget what the actual da, name da, is. Da. It's like the start menu music, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I thought it was just two Zanarkin, but I might be wrong about uh, that. No,
3: two Zanarkin is like the, the piano that plays piece. over, though. Oh, there, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this dreamy kind of... This is a
2: Zanarkin. I think it's the menu, like when you're choosing new game or whatever, like this music plays. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, it's, it's cool as hell because um, when you enter battles coming up, the music stays. It doesn't go
1: into the battle music. I love that so much. It's, yeah, I love it's that really
3: kind good. of, uh, god, games do that a lot, that kind of, there's this, when the soundtrack kind of takes over, you know, like shit's about to get, like, real. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the Outer Wilds spoiler, but, like, there's a point in the game where, like, you're about to, like, reach the final stretch, and, like, the f- you've basically broke the cycle that you're stuck on, and all of a sudden the music just stays consistent, uh, for the most part. Hell yeah. So, like, as you're, like, doing the final run, you're hearing this, like, really, like, emotional, like... Yeah, it's just awesome. really tense music and it's like you're you're just like barely trying to make it through like all these
1: Star Wars.
3: You basically get to this planet on time to do a thing and like oh, if I fuck this up I'm dead because I broke the loop. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's Hell cool... yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really effective. I think it's 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 also um I feel like every time they do this it also has this kind of uh there's a kind of sadness over it. it's because when you're like in battle and you still hear this music it kind of adds this layer of like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of just like morning almost like oh this is it like this is, we're it's all over after this yeah but yeah. again it's like the lord of the rings thing where we were talking a few episodes ago
1: <laughs> yeah we're, we're a long way from final fantasy 1 where everything's just boom do 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 I do like
2: that all the enemies in this area are not like not all of them but there's a higher frequency of finding the like giant enemies like the the black flan or the dark flan black flan whatever the big one the dark flan yeah and like the Bahamut and the uh Mindragora and all those uh, things. The like the, Yeah, yeah. This yeah, yeah, MF yeah. said
1: Bahamut. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not
2: saying. laughs> but yeah, like and that boy again. So like even the selection of the enemies and the music and the fact that it's like nighttime and we're walking along these like like half submerged, like old city roads that have been destroyed that are like going through mm-hmm. this like sea. It it just gives it all this emotional weight it's so good it's so cinematic and it's a good way to like introduce gameplay into a cinematic moment because I feel like this is this is all it feels like watching a cutscene but you're playing it It's, it's really cool
1: yeah it's it's really good i i i'm always a sucker for that kind of thing where like yeah i i just really like when music is very evocative and i feel like just the fact that it's not just like even if they did something like a different boss theme or something that wouldn't be as effective as just being like no this is just the music that you have for the rest of this like area
2: yeah yeah and what with it's like it's kind of like that, that sadness and quietness to it it like gives it this neat like yeah because i mean you're
1: fighting yeah. you're fighting the exact same enemies that we just fought in the last area in yeah. like mount Gagazet, and so like that's completely the same and at this point we're pretty much like oh they're not really anything that we can worry about we know how to deal with them it's nothing new but it's like yeah it's the same enemies but the fact that the song is different you're like oh.
0: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> and like the the area that we're into is very pretty like it's it's really cool i really like it um I guess the intro scene of the game, when they're recounting all those stories, it's kind of like sunset, but now it's like straight on nighttime, right? So, yeah. like, the area is
3: like lit up by the streams of fireflies and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, cool. The song it... is called A Fleeting Dream. Ooh, ah. Beautiful. Or, in case of Titus, A Fleeing Dream, because I kept getting my hey. ass kicked. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You know, same, though.
1: <laughs> same just because I didn't really need to level grind anymore. So, I was just like, fuck this. Um, but a nice thing that. Uh, Another nice little detail about that, like you were saying, where in the in the scene before that we've seen in the cutscene, it's like sun setting, and now it's like nighttime. Yeah. You can actually go back to Gagazet, and I like went back to just do a couple of things, and on the return trip back from like Gagazet to Zanarkind, um the it, it, like the night sky was out.
3: Oh, neat. oh.
1: So it was like, wow. instead of it being like the, you know, the one that we saw on our way here, it's, you know, the same path that we're taking, but it's like a really nice, beautiful sky with wow. like stars and stuff in it. Yeah, it was really nice. I'm yeah. That's awesome. Sure ex-
3: yeah, I'm trying to think of anything besides the boat where we've uh, seen like different locations and different types of day. Yeah. Besides, besides uh, B-Said.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah that's, fair. That, that's a good question. Um. But also an, a really nice uh, quality of life thing that the developers put in, which I really appreciate, is if you try backtracking through Gagazette, there's just a warp tile that like you can step on and be like, there go to the entrance of tile. the cave, go to the exit of the cave, yep. go to the base of the mountain. And it's like, cool, I don't want to w- run through all these screens. Yeah. That's... Why didn't you do that the entire game?
2: <laughs> there even is a scene like when you get about halfway through this area. Where Waka will point out the big streams of, like, fireflies and energy. And he'll say, it looks like the far
0: plane. Looks like the far plane. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, and,
2: like, that's the whole scene. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's so good. Um, and there are some, like, items you can find along the way. I got a spiritual targe. And
1: a hell fortune yeah. spear. Yeah, what is that, too? Um, and that... That's pretty good. That actually gives you MP Stroll, which uh, that's a, a Riku uh, armor, so when you put yeah. that on, she'll just recover MP. She doesn't really need MP. She doesn't but really that's need like, MP. <laughs> yeah, that's like a useful uh, thing for like Lulu or, or Yuna. Just hop her over to Lulu's uh, sphere,
3: and then Speaking. she i become like a mecha summoner. <laughs> a mecha mage. Speaking yeah. of hopping uh, to other
2: people's areas, so I completed Oren's sphere grid at this point. Like I got to the end of his line, and so in this area, I actually hopped him over into Riku's grid because I was like, you know what, I would like for Oren is to have speed. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah. So now Oren I, can attack a whole bunch of times and he's really fast.
1: I just did that for uh, Kimari. Uh, yeah, I used, like, yeah. I, I think we get a friend sphere around here at some point. So I just use friend sphere to go to Riku and then just start, or, or like a return sphere. I can't remember which I used, but I went to wherever there was a lot of like speed. Because uh, I'll I'll explain why when we get to there, like, why I wanted Kimari to be very fast. Okay. (laughs) Um, But another thing that I did, too, was uh, I wanted to get um, holy a little early. I'm still, like, quite a ways away from that. Uh, So I just used one of the spheres to go to Riku, which was blocked by a level 3 key sphere. And I just, like... Mm -hmm instead of waiting like seven or eight uh sphere levels to get holy i was just like well i could just go here get three and use a level key uh, a level three key <laughs> and get it immediately so i did that this episode as well
2: hell yeah that's awesome. holy
1: is really <laughs> fucking good by the way
2: <laughs> it's uh very effective on an upcoming boss too yeah mm-hmm. not is it on today's i don't remember but the one yes. after today's oh boy it will tear no up. yeah
1: yeah it, it's good on today's boss as well
2: so we get to uh, the end of the road here, right? And let me ask you guys a question. Is this the Blitzball Stadium from the beginning of the game?
1: I, th- that's what I took it for, yeah. I just kind of assumed it was destroyed. And, yeah, you know, yeah. those giant statues were nowhere to be seen because of that. Yeah. Because it's like most of the structure is like still sound.
2: The area we're getting ready to go into is a giant dome, right? And like Blitzball is played in a arena, which like would have a dome on top. Yes. So I don't know. Yeah. I was yes. like, I was like, dude, is the fucking is the the temple at the end of the game is the fucking blitzball arena? Because that's fucking nuts. If so, but I couldn't quite determine if it was or not.
3: Let me quickly look it up Polyplas. Like, look there.
2: at yeah. look at this screen right here, okay, and then think yeah. about when Titus was underneath the rubble and Oren pulled him out at the beginning of the game. And I'm like, is that the same place? I I can't. It quite looks tell. like it to me. Um, hold on,
3: hold yeah. on. I got a picture right here. I got okay. I got your picture right here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I am looking online, and it says its architecture resembles the Blitzball Stadium in Zanarkand. Um, but I don't know yeah. if there's any like definitive like.
2: Well, okay. So look on on the outside of this place, there are two big like holes for spheres where like those screens would fit in, right?
3: Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, like right. Those, me, yeah, those guys match the one. Yeah, that looks like the fucking blitzball screens. Except the yeah, the guys, the statues are gone, but yeah, everything else is still there. The spears are maybe are there even still there. But so, uh, so here's what I'll say.
2: I'm gonna say this is definitively the blitzball stadium from the beginning of the game. And if you, dear listener, no different. <laughs> You can call us at 530 Materia to tell us why we're wrong, and we will play your voicemail. (laughs) Do it
1: anyway, even though we know we're not wrong. (laughs) Even though
2: we know we're not wrong, you can also leave us a voicemail at 530 Materia and tell us why we're right and that we are always correct and very handsome, and we'll play that too.
3: (laughs) Ball is life. But blitz ball,
2: ball is life. It ball turns out Ball is in fact also, life.
3: Ball is death. It turns out as well. Oh look, there's Bro. even the whole uh There's like these little. Or, I'm still doing comparisons. Uh, just share my screen right now.
2: We're like, um, we're like a true crime podcast. We're like, a, we're solving a
3: mystery, like
1: investigation, in- investigative other. journalism. These
3: bah. these two little guys right here match these things right here. I oh, think, you're right. Side. those little like little ornate pieces down here.
2: Yeah, you're right. And if you look like. Um, in the blitzball stadium on on your on your screen like on your computer screen you mm-hmm. can see the little archways back there and you can see those archways falling down yeah. in the destroyed one
1: Man, you know and what it's so fucked up and so stupid and lazy that the developers would reuse assets like this like that's just <laughs> fucking embarrassing dude namora come on dude i know it's towards the end of the game but do better <laughs> And he sent a shot over the far
3: plane left field. <laughs> <laughs> Ball is where everything begins and ends. I know. This is also ground zero for the first Sin Attack, I guess, too, probably. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. If, if, if that's to be believed in the Oh, first, yeah, true. In the, I mean, who knows how that time the chronological of things are, if, if that yeah. was a dream of the faith anyway. It's yeah,
1: Jack finally uh, mastered the... The the what's it called? What the fuck? The jet shot. I was like I forgot <laughs> yeah. the name of the fucking jet shot. He he mastered the jack shot mark five, which is just you the sin know attack. Jet shot. Anyway, yeah, I think this is
3: the fucking yeah, this is the, the <laughs> blitz dome. The blitzer dome <laughs> ball Jerome's blitz and blitzer dome.
1: Now I am become ball, bringer of death. <laughs> this is the staple center. <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is the Yum Center where I saw Rush in 2011. <laughs> uh, I'll compare. The, I'll take, bring me screenshots and compare them to all the sports arenas in Philly. <laughs> no
2: Lincoln
1: Financial. This was The other yeah, thing, can you imagine
3: like
2: the end, like a thousand years from now, like, you're warped a thousand years from now, and like the whole world is like this weird like religious place or whatever, and they're like we're going on this like pilgrimage to this holy forbidden
3: site, and it's just Lincoln Financial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like Fallout, I guess, right when you go to oh, the fucking. Yeah. Uh, the, the <laughs> so, baseball the stadium, the mm-hmm. diamond or diamond, diamond city. city. That's it, yeah. Diamond city.
1: So, in this like future, uh, you know, like the Lincoln Financial Field is uh, worship, you know, holy ground. In that future, uh, does that mean there would be a statue of that kid who ate horse shit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> while succumbing to peer pressure during the Eagles celebration for the Super Bowl? <laughs> He was you one mean, of the bravest lo- yeah. men. Oh, you mean
2: Lord Zeon? Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Canon. That is why Lord Zeon is famous throughout Spira.
3: <laughs> he ate horse shit when the Douglas won. <laughs> yeah, they tested they tested all the Xan- they tested all the pillars for Crisco. <laughs> Philly people now. <laughs> Uh, anyway cops keeping us from having, a, from having a good time
1: <laughs> but anyway so we we make our way through um <sighs> you know through getting closer to the stadium or whatever yeah. it is this this giant dome temple and uh we see like uh like a maester or some sort of like monk dude I walking love the towards love apparition us. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Um, he says, uh, "Journeyer of wait, the wait, wait, long wait. road." Do the oh. voice,
2: do the old man voice. I don't
1: it. remember the voice, so I'm gonna let you take it away with the voice. Okay. I'll just do a Machin okay. voice. Play if a I little do it. bit of
3: it, and then <laughs> here we go. So yeah, the, this guy. Oh yeah, so this guy. Yeah, it's a Maester, but he's obviously probably a a dead one because he's just surrounded in fireflies, in right? Yeah. I mean,
1: what Maester isn't fucking dead if we're around?
3: Do you, wait, do you have the audio? I, 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 I'm watching a playthrough, but he says,
1: Journey <laughs> Journey
3: of the Long Road, name yourself. Love and it. And Yuna, of course, Blay.
1: is like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> Riku, look out.
3: <laughs> uh, Yeah, Yuna's like, it's a me, Yuna. <laughs> I'm from the island of v
1: she says island kind of weird. At first, I thought she said, like, Isle of Besaid, and then I read the word, and it's island, so she's like, island. Like, I don't know. The way <laughs> she, she may said have said isle.
3: She said island. She says island. I have she, it right here. Okay.
1: Yeah, she says island, but it like when I heard oh. it, it's it. it the, the way she said it was kind of weird, I thought. Oh. Not an important um, detail at all. It just stuck out to me.
2: <laughs> and then the, the ghostly apparition says,
0: Your eyes, my dear, show me the long road you have traveled.
2: And then she like walks up to him, and he like looks into her eyes and says, "Very good. Do you have journeyed well?" Which like, I don't like that he's qualifying the, like the quality of our journey. Right? Could we have had a bad journey? Could he have? Could we have gone all this way and he'd be like. Yeah, get out of here. (laughs) He goes up to
1: he goes up to and says, "You'll only dance with someone you like, right? Okay, then look into my eyes. You're going to like me. You're You're going going to to like me."
2: me." (laughs) And then we join the garden festival. Um.
1: Yeah, and then he points up to this uh, to the to the moon.
2: Oh yeah, (laughs) very cool. Uh, the the spooky apparition man says, "Lady Unilesca will surely welcome your arrival. Go to her now and bring your guardians with you. Go." And then he like. Fades into nothing. Camera.
3: He walks into the camera, but like fades into fireflies before he gets to I us. I feel like that was to kind of punctuate, like, in case we didn't realize, like, oh, look, it's a maester. Then he walked in the camera, like, oh, he's a ghost. He's like, g- 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 someone's g- going to warn them. They're, Wait, a, he was a g-
1: g- g- ghost? <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh. Then, like a, like, a 60s ghost like, Dad. pop song starts, and we Scooby Doo run around. <laughs> 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 you call Aaron up for some more Ghost Dad references. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um,. But yeah, you know, I like this. Is one of the, another cut scene where, like, as the cutscene is playing out, uh, Titus. Can just run around. So I didn't even notice that. I was able. I was able to just run like through him. Yeah. I
1: also like that when it goes. <laughs> Can you into imagine these how annoying that would
3: be? Like
2: in like a real situation, <laughs> you're like having this very serious like discussion, and Titus like
1: <laughs> like like running Oops. through the ghost. <laughs> he totally <laughs> Sorry, would was... do that too. Uh, I do really like whenever there's one of these like transitions for a cutscene. Like normally, you know, we would say like, oh, the screen goes black or the screen goes white. This it goes like a sickly green color.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. There is, like, starting, like, right here, there are some weird cinematic choices, right? Like, and they're not bad. Like, it's just, I feel feel like it is the first game in which they had a free camera, and they were like, what if toward the end of the game, we just make the camera wild as fuck? Hell yeah. (laughs) And so, like, yeah, like, at the beginning and ending of these, like, little cutscenes that begin and end, they all, like, fade green, or, like, flash green, and the camera starts wilding out, like, on all of, like, the cutscenes coming up. It's really wild. Because as soon as we walk into the, uh, I'm going to call it the stadium, uh, I think it's called the Dome. Zanarkin Dome is like the name of it. It is for uh, sure called the Dome. Yeah. So as soon as we walk in, though, we see two more ghostly apparitions, right? And they kind of like walk in from behind us, like they were walking in with us almost. Um, And it's, uh, I think it's two women, right? It seems to be. Yeah, I
3: think it's a guardian with a helmet, but like. Yo, uh, I love this lady with the helmet. She looks like she could beat you up. You can't see either of their eyes, which I think is kind of make them, I don't know, un, un, unhuman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of them, I'm assuming, is a guardian and one of them... A summoner, is, yeah. A summoner, maybe? I can't yeah. tell which is which, because they both have helmets on. I'm it's a super the the cool helmet, hands. though. I think we can it all agree.
1: True.
3: But yeah, she says, uh, the guardian says,
0: If it might benefit the future of Spira, I will gladly give my life. It is the highest honor for which a guardian might ask.
2: Use my life, Lady yokan and rid Spirit of sin.
3: Yeah, and, uh, and then they kind of, like, disappear, and Riku's... The, the, cam- the cameras are doing some really weird, like, Dutch angle, like, zooms, and Dude, shit. It's, it's, like, really disorienting. It's, like, zooming in and out. Like, it's, like, ebbing and
2: flowing, and, like, the angles are really weird. It's, like, really trippy. Also, yeah, I was Riku looking at my Switch. A meltdown. I was looking at my Switch well, during that, and then I looked up at Carl's
1: camera, and all I could see was his crotch just right up in the camera <laughs> just now. So my, my Switch, much like everyone here in this place, my Switch was about to die. So uh, <laughs> it was about to become a ghost, and I needed to get the charger, and I was trying to do it discreetly, and then I plugged the wrong thing in, and it was a whole mess, but we're okay now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Riku says what was that? And
2: Oren says, it's our predecessors. Uh, Lulu says,
0: she said Lady Yoken, didn't she? Wait, she guarded High Summoner Yoken?
2: And uh, Oren explains, this dome is filled with fireflies. It's like one gigantic sphere. People's thoughts remain here forever. And like when I heard that, I was just like, Think on sexy thoughts. Think on sexy thoughts. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like
2: I, I wouldn't want my every thought to be uh, <laughs>
1: to be like. Just don't here. use that shin of yours during six and eight. That's <laughs> Willie's time. That's Willy's time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like, our like thoughts are just like trapped in the dome forever, and so it's just like the sound of like like some other summoner comes here a thousand years later and it just shows like a ghost of Titus being like mm, dead ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's just the uh the, the 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 Simpsons gag where Homer is like, You have my undivided attention and then he's just thinking of like the cartoon characters playing like Oh
2: man. Um yeah, but then we're allowed to walk on and this area is pretty fucking wild, right? Like I kinda like it. Like I enjoy this area, even though it's kind of difficult, but I think there's like a lot to look at here.
1: Yeah, this is actually, I think, my favorite area in the game.
2: It's wild. It might be mine. I, I really do enjoy it. I like it quite a bit. Um, I have a
1: very good reason for why this is my favorite area in the game. Do tell. So, there are a lot of cool enemies here, but... um one, like, set of them are just those, like, flamethrower monks that we were talking about before yeah. in vel except they're, <laughs> you know, Alex Shook his head, He's like, no. Nah. <laughs> they're, like, you know, zombie and stuff, so, like, obviously... Oh, they're Final zombies, Fantasy yeah, game, yeah, yeah. Final so, Fantasy game, you can use healing items, you can use, uh, what? Curaga, you can use all that, <laughs> like, okay. yeah. Um... So, uh, that's cool. I like them because, uh, if you have master thief on Kamari, like I did, you can steal purifying salts from them. Uh, mm. they usually come in three. So you only need to get into 10 battles with those guys and steal three purifying salts from each of them to get 30 to get yourself a customizable, no encounter, uh, armor. <gasps> Oh! So that's pretty much all I did in this in this thing. <laughs> I ran from everything else, and I fucking just uh, kept. You look, you can't
2: run from everything in this area because the battles are good, and there's they are there's good a...
1: battles. I did fight all the battles in this area, but like, pretty much, I was just like, I've been waiting for like 50 fucking hours to get a no <laughs> encounter thing, and I finally can do it. I I just saw like I I used steel with Kamari and saw purifying salts, and I was like. I remember that this can be used for this because I looked it up before. <laughs> I was like this is it. Like and it's That's funny awesome. too because I went Very to like exfoliating. <laughs> I went to another pl- I went to another place that we haven't really gotten to yet. It's like a side area. It's like a side quest where I think you can pretty much like guarantee that you get these or like you can get a random drop of a no encounter weapon. Yeah, you can get and a random. I was like okay, drop, I'll try and do that. Yeah, I was thinking about like going back and trying to do that for this and then like I didn't end up having time this week to do that to wait for a random drop. And then I saw that I could just steal it from these guys and I was like, yo, holy shit, finally. <laughs> um
2: I also I I enjoy the fight with Defender Z because it is just it's like Defender X, right? Yeah. But it's a little colorful now. It's it's more colorful and it still hits like a fucking truck and I was just like Oh, nice! They just made a boss into a normal enemy, and like, but not so far away that like that boss is not a challenge. And so like, when I was fighting it, I was just like, oh my god, it's just as strong as the last one. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just a random enemy you can run into. <laughs> a nice,
1: a nice thing about them as well is, uh, if you kill one, you can get a level two uh, key sphere as a drop. You
2: can get a level three key sphere from them on a rare Ooh. drop, baby.
1: Damn. I so I wonder more. if you can get like an overkill if you can kind of like force that. Oh maybe. You can uh it's it's weak to Demi apparently. So really? Really Oh yeah, that makes sense. It. Yeah.
2: Cuz I was going to say
3: I feel like machines usually aren't weak to Demi, so that's interesting. Yeah.
1: You know what else it's fucking weak to?
3: I forgot mm. about Demi cuz like everything I would try it on would like just not work.
1: Uh. <laughs> you know what else it's it's weak to? It's weak to fucking Ultima. <laughs> 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 um
2: so yeah, like you were saying like there's there's a lot of zombie enemies here. Um, and they're like the zombie guards, right? Like the, the monks, I guess you call them, like the Yevon monks who are like have like the rifles and stuff. And, uh, if you get shot by one of the rifle bullets, you become a zombie. Yeah. Uh, which
1: I, I learned, uh, kind of, I kind of expected this to be the case, but I learned for sure that if you use prey with Yuna when someone's zombied, it does damage to them.
3: Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, Speaking of, um, the previous area I was fighting, um, not the behemoths. We got we the name confused again. Behemoths. There you go. I was fighting um, behemoths, and uh, I forgot that uh, I taught orange zombie attacks. So I would just beatly zombie them. <gasps> really? Ooh,
1: that's a good. That's a good strat. Which is.
3: Which is fun because you can just throw Phoenix down on it. Yeah. <laughs> what I've been walk doing, against, um Waka gets credit for it. When nice.
1: I when I was doing all that stealing, I was like, Oh, I'm really gonna burn through Phoenix Downs, which are pretty useful. Like they're easy to get, but There's I don't no know There's no
3: shops around here. Wants to still like Gaga's
1: Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's gonna take me a while to get back to like a shop to get some. And then I was like, Wait a second, I'm right by a save sphere. Yuna has a shit ton of like MP. I'm just gonna use Kiraga, and every time I used Kiraga on them, I got an overkill. So I got like <laughs> way better shit.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I learned um energy rain here with Titus, so his third overdrive. I got that. That's a good one, yeah. It's pretty cool. I um I like it both more and less than slice and dice cuz um it only hits one time. So that's like its its downside, but it hits everybody at once. So I feel yeah. like in some ways it's kind of interesting because there can be a case made that now Titus has two good overdrives, and depending on the situation, you might want to use one over another, which I think is pretty cool. Like, that's pretty Yeah. Mean.
0: Speaking yeah, of I overdrives, like
2: the- our Discord taught us something about overdrives this last oh. week, specifically about Banishing Blade.
1: Oh, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, Banishing Blade inflicts all of Arn's breaks at the same time. Which is fucking badass. <laughs> so, like, if an enemy is weak to what is it? What are the breaks? Armor break, mental break,
1: physical break, <laughs> magic break, physical break, and magic <laughs>
2: break. Yeah. Do you like how
1: confidently like, I said that? Because I, yeah. I fully thought I was correct <laughs> about that. And then I was like, as soon as I said, I was like, I'm no, that's not right.
2: <laughs> Either way, though, I, I like that. That's that's cool, and I didn't even realize that. So shout out. Yeah. To so that makes that Discord. a
1: really good overdrive. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, energy rain, pretty good. Yep. I.
2: Oh, by the way, guess what I just learned in this area, like just now, was scan with Kamari.
1: <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Like, <laughs> uh, that's a good that was spell. like two
2: episodes ago. You mentioned you were like, yeah, I used scan on Seymour, and I was like. There's a scan in this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, scan doesn't work on every enemy, uh, but yeah. it does work on a lot of them. Like, uh, the okay. only time I really, uh, like, there'll be ones that say immune to sensor, but that's pretty much, like, only in the monster, um... Okay. I almost called it the monster factory. The, the, the monster Monster arena? rancher. Yeah, the monster rancher, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. If you, uh, if you search there, if you try using scan there, it uh, it, it doesn't work, so it's a waste of a turn. Oh, I okay. mean, arguably, scan is kind of a waste of a turn anyway, because you can just <laughs> look up <laughs> what all of the information is. But
3: Right. Well, yeah, the thing about uh, people in the PlayStation 2 era. Oh, yeah, for sure. A...
1: Then you're rolling the dice if GameFAQs is correct or
3: not. <laughs> you go to the, a fucking library. They had to use the Dewey Decimal System. AOL keyword, Final (laughs) Fantasy X. (laughs) An email and wait six to ten days for a response from Al Fantasy himself. (laughs)
2: Did I ever tell the story
3: about when I emailed Nintendo Power a
2: question about FF6? I think you might have, but I want to hear it again I don't remember this. Okay, well... Back in the day, there was Counselor's Corner in Nintendo Power, and, like, people would, like, write in a question about a game, and, like, somebody would be like, oh, well, here's how you beat that boss, or whatever. And I couldn't figure out how to get Strago from the Fanatics Tower, because I found Strago, and I was like, why the fuck can't I get him? I don't know what the deal is. And at the end of my letter to them, I was like, yo, Gogo whips ass though, don't he? (laughs) Except like I I said it in like... (laughs) You said it as a child. I said it as a child in the parlance of the 90s. Um, But what was really funny is I printed out a picture on my school computer because I figured (laughs) it might help. Because I didn't understand that like people have played these games and know how the game works. So I was like, no, I need to print out a picture to show them what I mean.
0: (laughs) And so I took a
2: screenshot of an emulator (laughs) and like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, But I didn't know how to get rid of like the file and new and whatever you know at the top of the emulator so I printed it out and took Sharpie and marked over it because I was like <laughs> I don't want them to know that I'm emulating this game to get the screenshot and I sent it to them and they were like very nice about it they like they actually wrote me back and were like oh you just have to go there with Realm you see and then he'll just get right in your party and yeah GoGo does whip past Tony and they were like yo I, and the guy who wrote me back was like yo I love those sick robes that he wears <laughs>
1: Uh, the uh the creator of nintendo power saw that and then immediately sent uh soldiers to curtis's house to break his legs for for emulating final fantasy how did they know was it all the sharpie
2: (laughs) at the top (laughs) like like the poorly marked out like bar at the top that's
1: such a good story
3: yeah send it over to like the forensic lab to remove (laughs) the sharpie yeah 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 yeah. take this to the lab Uh, yeah, you can see right here, sir. He's using Xenus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are there anything else in the uh, the battles in this area that you guys want to talk about? There is one more thing that I can think of where there's, okay, like, ahead. the the robotic enemies that, like... Yeah. Th- just a reskin of the other enemies that we fought with, like, Thrust Kicked and, you know, the yeah. the ones that we fought in Bevel, basically. But I feel but like at
2: this point, um, even if you're... Because I'm not, like, really leveling up extra and I'm not trying to get like skills out of the way like I haven't unlocked any of my like key sphere skills right but these enemies still like the robot enemies at least still go down with like one hit or two hits so I feel like at this point in the game like it's weird that they introduce them here you know what I mean because I'm just like some of my even like medium strength characters can just kill these guys in one hit so, yeah, like, I think
1: like the the lore reason for it is pretty cool where it was like you know the war between Xanarkind and uh yeah. what's it called? And uh um, the Vel. Vel. So it's like these are the remnants of like what destroyed Xanarkind. Um but the cool <laughs> thing about them is you can steal ethers from them, which uh yeah. is pretty handy because we don't really get you don't really get too many ethers here. That's like True. I think you can uh, buy them but they're a little expensive. Yeah, and
2: I'm using but, magic booster which like makes Lulus Uh, spells cost more as well so like having some extra ethers was really nice
1: yeah and also just in terms of um I'm pretty sure you can use ethers to customize weapons to give you more MP
2: (sighs) customizing weapons
1: yeah no I like it
2: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah uh I guess that's really all I have about the battles I will say that there was a treasure chest at the end of this area that I could fucking not figure out how to get to (laughs) like as I was getting ready to leave I was like I see it how the fuck do you get to that treasure chest? And I like ran around for like quite a while looking for like the way down to it. Which, oh yeah, like, did
1: you end up finding it?
2: I did find it, and it's like fairly obvious. I just like looked at the mini map and was like, maybe I'll just look at that instead, and it pretty like clearly tells you how to get down there.
1: Yeah, like, oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, <laughs> so there's uh, another um, cutscene as we get to the end of this area. And we see a uh, little, little, little baby Seymour, little, little, baby, little baby boy. Oh, he's a little baby Seymour. It's
1: baby Seymour? Baby Seymour, he's still ugly as Sin. Yeah, there's uh there's some real Sephiroth energy coming off of this cutscene. Oh, yeah, indeed. We see we see like little kid Seymour and he says, uh Which I should say
2: we see little kid Seymour in like ghost form, like as a memory yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. past. Yeah.
1: Right, right. Um he says,
0: No, mother, no! I don't want you to become a fame.
1: His his mother says, There is no other way. Use me and defeat sin. Only then will the people accept you. And then uh Seymour says, I don't care about them. I need you, mother. No one else. And then uh his mother says, I don't have much time left. Then Waka sees yeah, that. Yeah, they, and they goes, like
2: they phase out then and like the fireflies yeah. sc- scatter, yeah.
1: Yeah, and Waka sees that and says, uh, hey, wasn't that and Riku's like, Seymour?
2: Yeah. Which yeah. I feel like and right here I feel like they're starting to drop some more interesting things, like a. Mm-hmm. Why was Seymour here? B. Why did his mother be like, "You can use me to defeat sin." Fucking D. Or wherever I was on the alphabet. Yeah. Become a faith. What the fuck? Because we saw like the the guardian for Lady Yolkin was like, "Yo, take my life and use it to defeat sin." And then you know, and then his mother's like, "Oh, you turn take my life and turn me into a faith and defeat sin." And I'm like, uh oh, something's amiss here.
1: Something's
3: going down that we don't know about. Yeah. Oh, dear. And then indeed, we get a friend sphere right we here. We now realize. I didn't realize. Or did we know that Seymour was, like, on a quest to, like, also bring the next calm? Well, we know that he's a summoner, but I don't
2: know that we. Kn- Before I became a politician? Yeah, I don't know that we knew that he actually went on a pilgrimage.
3: And I guess he, like, got cold feet, I'm assuming, if he didn't bring the calm, right? Yeah. Unless he did use his mom's. Like
1: blood, f- blood are <laughs> formed and then right. still
3: fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know yet. Like that's rough. Yeah, right, right.
2: It but it does sucks. like open up a lot of questions about like who Seymour is right here. You're like, wait a minute, like he's not just some fucking asshole who's been like fucking with us. Like he actually has. Yeah, something I mean, to it, the story. it's kind
1: of a sad scene, even though we only see like a little bit of it, and Seymour sucks so much. But you know, we, you see him as a little kid, and he just like wants to be with his mom and his mom's like, no, I like, I need to like sacrifice myself or whatever. And you need to put all of this burden on you. And the reason that you need to do this is so that people like not, you know, not just the Guado, like humans and Guado alike will accept you. And he's like, I don't fucking care about that. I just don't want my mom to die.
2: Yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that seems like a, an incredibly ill-advised trip. Like if everybody like, like, wait a minute, summoners die at the end of the pilgrimage. The final Aeon kills them, right? So, like, they sent baby Seymour to fucking
3: defeat Sin? That seems kind of Yeah, he was a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you this know fu- what would get this kid out of our head? <laughs> well, let's send this fucker to summoner school. God, and... this
1: kid sucks. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> that does seem really fucked up, though, and I guess, like, maybe it lends a little bit of, like, reasoning to why he's such a fucking shitbag. Like, if he was just like, yo, I was a fucking, like, eight-year-old, and they sent me off to die. Yeah. (laughs) And then my only guardian was my
3: mom. (laughs) Like, yeah, that does seem kind of rough, actually. That does sound like it sucks. Yeah. Also, we're seeing this pattern of uh, guardians offering themselves. Yes. Which, I guess, maybe knowing that Jekt and Oran were the guardians, and now Jekt is also sin, but Oran is not... yeah, is it's not a sin. It's, it's something, <laughs> it's some- yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he's a, he's a, there's there's things at play here, right? Like I th- we're yeah. starting to see parallels. Like, wait, if this is this, then what is? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh God, I love it when it. I love
2: it's fun. It's really cool. I love when games just like they just drip out little bits of like intrigue over time.
0: Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> um,
3: because it's a game. Things have rules, and we are and gamers are always like trying to find the rules and. Solve solve problems. So like the, the, the way that the plot kind of like yeah. drip, drips things out. You're trying to like figure out. Patterns People always all the
2: time. be saying gamers rise up, but I'm here to tell you, <laughs> kids, game gamers wise up. Hell yeah! Power to the players. Buy
1: some stock.
2: <laughs> Make a stew. Make a stew. Ha ha! Yes. Uh, and then there's one more uh, like phantom cutscene that we get before we get to the end of this uh, area and we should say like the area is really cool by the way it's like we're walking through the ruined blown out Blitzball Stadium on like broken down catwalks and pieces of masonry that have fallen over like we didn't really describe it but like it's cool I like it a lot
1: yeah it is basically the train graveyard from uh, the original Final Fantasy 7
2: <laughs> <laughs> we should have to find Eligor, and then steal a weapon from Aerith for Aerith from him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we see one more, and we see our our lovable trio, our our three good boys, our team Rocket, including meowf uh <laughs> But we, we see ghostly apparitions of Ject, Broska, and Young Oren Yeah, um yeah. And we hear Ject say, "Hey, Broska, you don't have to do this." And the uh, Broska turns around, and is like. Thank you for your concern because he, you know, he's kind of like brushing him off or whatever.
1: Yeah, and Jack's like, fine, I said my piece. And yeah, Arn's he at least like, wanted
2: to like put in there, like, hey, you don't have to do this. You don't have to go fight Sin and die, you know? And like, yeah. And Broska's like, I really yeah, have my time, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Jack's like, well, I give up. I've seen my time. <laughs> I tried everything. Th- <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. Uh, but Arin goes on and he says, well, I haven't. Lord Broska, let us go back. I don't want to see you die. Uh, and then Broska says You knew
0: this was to happen, my friend Yes, but I I cannot accept it
1: uh, Braska goes on and says Aran, I am honored that you care for me so But I have come to kill grief itself Which oh, is a super fucking cool line <laughs> He says I will defeat sin And lift the veil of sorrow covering Spira Please understand, Aran Which is very I... sad Because that's what Satoru Awata would always say Please understand
2: Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to say, like, I have come to kill grief itself. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. The famous did that thing, that he's time, like, on my he? business card, it says that I'm a, an executive. In my heart, I'm a gamer, and I'm going to fucking kill grief itself.
2: <laughs> if I ever make a business card, I am going to put that on the business card. It's like, <laughs> Curtis Ware, IT technician, musician, have have come to kill grief itself.
3: I do like... Um, <laughs> At this point of the catwalk, there is a where you're seeing uh Braska and Jekt walk up to, looks like a one of the portholes that like a like a blitz ball would come launching out of or
2: something. Oh, like that. yeah. I
3: was
2: gonna say it might be like the place where people would pour out into the stadiums, a vomitorium.
1: Is that what I that's called? Like, yeah, I just like using that word. Yeah, that's cool as hell. It that sounds like a fucking Mars Vault. We talked well. about this in Luca. Yeah, we
2: did talk about this in Luca. I think about it. <laughs> Uh, um, I learned all podcasts are the same. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a quick hit here with Titus, so you just—it's nice, basically... is that? I haven't gotten that yet. Uh, it's, it's like quick attack. It's fine. You essentially expend MP to get an extra turn. Really, like nice. it's like it's like you get an attack with Titus, but it it doesn't take as much time as the other ones. So you, Titus gets another turn in real quick. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Pretty There's cool. also
2: one later. I don't have it yet, but called Quick Pockets, which yeah. is basically the same thing for items. So you can just throw like a shit ton of items and like not. Oh, to worry I was about wondering. I've, s-
1: I've seen that in the Sphere Grid, and I was like, the fuck is that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So we move on from this section, and uh, like this section kind of goes into like yeah, like an area where like people would spill out into the the crowd. But we like go back into the stadium now, right?
1: Yeah, um, did we did we mention uh, what items we get in the treasure chests around here?
3: Some of them. Yeah, there's go the first one is a lux sphere, I think. So yeah, there's
1: a lux in. sphere, but before that as well, just like in the weird geometry of the area, there's a level Keith uh, level three key sphere, which is th- for some reason I can't say that today, and yeah. also uh, ten thousand gil, mm. which is one thousand damage if you use the gil toss. <laughs> Invest in pain today. Invest in pain
2: um yeah uh there was also the friend sphere that we can get in the treasure chest up there i believe yeah and,
3: uh, yeah anyway i like when we're uh yeah when we enter this area we do see uh the ghosts or, me- or i guess the memories of uh braska jack yeah. and oran walking ahead yeah like i thought it was our party at first i'm like Wait me too.
2: Me too. <laughs> um
3: and there's a there's a luck sphere in here as well
2: um and yeah, as we like there's not really nothing else to do in this hallway.
3: We just kind of walk to the end of it. And Yeah, this looks like just an entryway yeah. to the stadium of sorts. It's very, it's very nice looking, despite yeah. it being in complete shambles. Right.
2: We get to the end of it and we see the, the three the three ghost buddies again. And uh <laughs> Jeck says, Are the trials ahead? And broska just says, probably. And like big <laughs> mood, Jeck <laughs> says here too, huh? Give me a break. And I was like, that's a big fucking mood, because also, give me a fucking break from these trials.
1: Yeah, I do agree with Jack here. Yeah.
2: I was expecting, you know, parades and fireworks.
1: And uh, Broska's yeah. like, well, you can ask for that after I defeat Sin. Let's yeah. go. <laughs>
3: I love it. I don't give a fuck after I'm dead. <laughs> and then we get to this puzzle.
1: Uh, I also do want to say, I didn't think about it until just now, but I'm like pretty much i mean i guess maybe not seymour but also kind of seymour and this kind of goes into what like is going on with rn which we're still very confused about and don't have definitive answers with but i'm like
3: what are you dude
1: how is aaron's memory here when he's also here you know what i mean like aside from the obvious like ooh, the far plane weirdness and stuff
2: i, t- I tell you i tell you what carl i know exactly where you stopped for today like yeah. where you saved your game Play about ten more minutes. <laughs> no.
1: I'm <laughs> never no playing address. this game again. I I choose to not know instead.
3: I mean I didn't worry about it because like we know v- approximately where eject is, but he's also Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like These are just memories, right? So, like... Seymour is still up there. Yeah, Seymour, like... Yeah, it was,
1: like, child Seymour, so it's like, eh, the rules are weird here. These are, echoes. I'm sure it'll make more sense.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't think these are actually ghosts. I think these are, like... I I think of, yeah, like an echo. Like, literally, like, it is just something you've thought or said in the past. Just eternally bouncing off the walls in here. Thanks to the Pyroflies. Yeah,
1: it's like if I go into ruined, uh, Philadelphia and I go to ruined Johnny Brenda's and I see that one time I played a show there when I'm much <laughs> younger and I'm like, yo, check it out. That was before I had no, my... No, I don't want to play this set. <laughs> it was before I had my, my gray hair and my scar. <laughs> and I just remi-
2: oh, that just reminds me of the boot and saddle went out of business.
3: Shit sucks. Fuck. I know, I know. I,
1: l- I fucking forgot about that.
3: I really hope they do like a... F- a fundraiser like once it's over to kind of bring it back Me or something Me too. too. Like, what it, a fucking that, bummer! Yeah, that is where like
2: actual like real life Zanarkind would be our pilgrimages at fucking boot and saddle.
1: Yeah, we're all just hanging out in that tiny green room, like <laughs> in the kitchen, just two you know Zanarkind what? is playing, and we're all looking what? sad. <laughs> what's that a ham's? food
2: that's like it's like a snack food you get at a bar, but it's made of like potatoes. Tots. I think it begins with a. G or a q gnocchi?
1: Yeah, that's you it. You did it all for the n- gnocchi?
2: That's right. They have really good vat at, or they had. They I also suppose. had really
1: good uh
2: tots. Did they have good tots. Yeah. What was that place near Philamoca with the great tots? The the in <laughs> the institute.
1: I don't think I've ever had that. But anyway. Yeah, getting I a get little in the weeds in the weeds and the sadness with <laughs> things that have shut down
2: actually you know what before we uh, this
3: is where we grew up <laughs> um,
2: before we go into the actual trial itself how about we take a little rest because um, I don't know to if the my green Oren room needs some tots break. <laughs> yeah yeah o- Oren, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer. Oren needs to use podcast break
3: on us <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if we were on a uh, on a pilgrimage, which one of us would have to give ourselves up to defeat sin?
1: I'll do it. Fuck it. All right,
3: that was easy. Okay, who would be the summoner and who would be the guardians?
1: Curtis is the Kamari. Alex, is uh, you know the what? Oregon. I'm honored
2: by that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like I would either be like,
1: I'm the Waka, uh,
2: the Titus, or the Riku. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, either, I'm either the just, Waka. I'm walking either just here. dumb as shit or like, <laughs> like, like both of the ones who are like. Uh, I wish they would shut up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or the Waka, because I got this tub. But yeah, now we're in the trials. Speaking of... Tri- oh, boy. Trials. The trials. Well, this is one of the l- less
3: bad trials, I think.
2: Hey, you know what? I'm going to bring up some real deep Final Fantasy lore. Uh, Everyone should go watch the... 2019? 20, uh, 2018, I think. GDQ Of of Mutsuki, Toju, and Luzbelheim running FF9. Hmm. And then watch the part where they get to where you have the fake marriage. And then, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Mutsuki, says the word, The Trials, as the trials and it's it has lodged itself into my brain forever (laughs) and then just every time you listen to our podcast just think of that like the trials (laughs) it's real good
1: (laughs) hell yeah everyone go do that
2: everyone go do that right now meet us back here when you're done it's only
1: nine hours
3: long we'll wait
1: (laughs) you are not allowed to put it on two times speed to make it shorter
3: Ah, that's right same goes for this podcast have you guys seen that by the way
2: have I I don't you think you guys... I've seen
1: all of it I saw a, oh a, I saw a blindfolded
2: lot of I just... menu at the end what God <laughs> <It's> damn nuts <laughs> it is actually insane It's like a menuing section that takes like a full five minutes it's <laughs> blindfolded it's incredible God wow. damn
3: yeah anyway I'm sorry I could do this podcast blindfolded <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm going to do a podcast blindfolded and I'll be blindfolded and the whole time you guys are just like look at the screenshot this is incredible. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> um anyway, yeah this is the the trial of the Xanarkind cloister
3: of trials. Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> anyway. Much, much like Jack said, <laughs> yeah. I had the same thing where I was like, another fucking trial. God, I know. Yeah. 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 No, it's, this one—it's—it's one, it's,
3: it's baby. It's a baby. It's a, like it's why can't all the challenges? Challenge, why can't all the challenges be matching? I know. Yeah, this one
2: is not as bad. This one's not yeah. as bad. I feel um, like. That it's cool too because it takes place in two rooms, but you like have to prove yourself that you understand the rules in the first room, which I think is good. That is a yeah. good tutorial to be like.
0: Here's yeah. a very
2: small section where you do a smaller version of the puzzle first to be like, okay, now you know what you're doing. Now go do the big puzzle. That's good design. Good job, FF10.
3: Yeah, it's like a picto cross.
1: <laughs> Not really. <laughs>
3: I mean, <laughs> P pic- cross. What's Pico that I game am? with the numbers in the boxes? No. Uh, su- 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 uh, Sudoku.
1: Suikoden?
2: Sudoku. Sudoku. I'm sorry. I mean the po-
3: legendary Pokemon from Gen Two. Sweekun. <laughs> su- <Suikun? laughs>
2: anyway, it's um it's match the Tetris piece. Tetromino? Yeah, it's
3: Tetris. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so just it's pretty easy. Like there's a. Uh, there's a screen at the top which just has pictures of a few tetris blocks arranged in a square but you don't have to worry about their arrangement you just have to find those pieces on the floor without tripping any other ones right right Yeah, and, and the floor is made of like a grid and so. then there's these little light ups some some squares are lit up with like a little white dot which indicate that there is a thing there it's almost like battleship but yeah yeah battleship plus memory <laughs>
2: Yeah. and and when you step on the correct block it lights up a set of uh, like a set of those blocks near it which is in the shape of a tetramino you just match the ones to what you see on the screen right and what yeah. I think is actually quite cool about this is um, after we do the first one and we it, it basically lets us into a much larger room with many more selections um, each of the little symbols, are like that that it that it gives every time it shows us a set of blocks and it's like here, find these blocks, the tetromino's come together to form into one of those Yevin symbols. And it's really really neat. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. It's a very good usage. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, basically, like, the, the the function of this is you do that first little puzzle, and then um, when it opens up the next room, where you go and do it on, like, a grander scale and actually put it together in a way that, you know, makes these Yevin symbols, um, there'll be, like, another thing that happens is, like... Uh, there's like these doorway kind of things that open up and then a bunch of pillars come out like the uh the what's it called the podiums or whatever we've been calling them yeah they come out there's like six of them and we can push uh one of each um but only four of them
2: yeah so four of them are you can push them back into a little socket and that begins one of the matching puzzles that that causes a shape to appear and then you have to match that shape exactly you've done it there's an elevator in the middle of the second room. Or there's a, really, there's a giant hole. There's just a big hole. Yeah. And like a light on that hole lights up. And once you have all of them lit up, mm-hmm. you get to continue on to the next area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, importantly though, right now we can only choose to do four of those puzzles. Like only four of those six pillars will actually get
0: pushed
1: back. Get pushed and in, yeah. go.
2: Did you notice, by the way, I didn't notice this until the last one, you can go up to the computer screen, or the little screen that shows you the symbol, interact with it, and it'll zoom out and show you where they are on the floor. What?
1: Oh, really? I was no, like, that's not even a puzzle
2: that. now. <laughs> like, it just I, shows you. There's a hint box?
1: There's I a hint s- box. Yeah, I did something similar with that hint box where I went to Google and <laughs> typed in Xanarkin uh, trial, and then it brought me to IGN, and uh, I followed that, and I felt bad about that, but... um. You we should. didn't have as much well, yeah, so time to Don't feel bad episodes. about it because
2: it's in the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I felt kind of bad about it because, uh, like we we didn't really have as much time between episodes this week so uh i didn't give myself enough time to like actually sit and kind of brute force it. and then i'm like okay i get the idea of the puzzle like rather than just doing trial and error and maybe having to reset or whatever i'll just go through i'll do it all on the ign guide that i found there was one of them like that was missing one of like the the tetromino's or whatever it was just missing that because it was cut off in the screenshot that they took so i had to like kind of find that one anyway and then i was like oh okay that's easy and well, then I finished the uh, the puzzle and I was like, OK, cool. Now I'm going to go and save. If only someone had given me any kind of warning about not doing that, which no one def- definitely no one did uh, like last week saying, hey, be careful. Cause- <laughs> what are
3: you talking about when we were in Joe's Macalania, like the reset as soon as we saved?
1: Oh, it did! That's right! As soon as we went back out and saved, the whole puzzle reset. I'm also talking about how Curtis definitely warned us like a couple weeks ago to be like, hey, I just lost 40 minutes of fucking progress.
2: (laughs) I typed in all caps into the Discord. I was like... (laughs) Once you solve all of the Xanarchan puzzles, do not leave the room and save, because it will reset. You <laughs> I had to do all of them twice, and then yeah, Carl, like, And then I did, did it,
1: it, and immediately felt less bad about fucking cheating and just using a guide, <laughs> and uh, did it correctly this but, time, and, and got to, like, the, you know, the next part of it.
2: <laughs> but Carl, I will tell you something. When you were looking up that IGN guide, were you looking on your
1: phone? No, I was looking at my computer.
2: Oh well never mind. Because I was gonna say I know I also used the IGN guide and there was <laughs> one where the bottom right is cut off. That's what you're talking about, right?
1: I think it was the bottom left in the one that's right. it was the
2: bottom about. left. Either way.
1: It was the it was the skinny one. It was the uh yeah. the tall one.
2: <laughs> I, if you click on the picture on the phone and swipe, you can see the other one <laughs> and it oh, shows you a picture of just the bottom.
1: Oh, no, because there is one where there's two uh, there's oh, two okay, next okay. to each other. But it's not that one. It's the one before that, actually, where it's just like the skinny one is all the way in the corner. And I was just like, wait, why didn't this work? Like, I'm trying to cheat here. Like, And then I was like, wait. And then I felt smart because I figured it out myself. <laughs> I figured out one ninety-sixth of the puzzle, and I was like, "Damn, I'm smart as hell." <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs> but yeah, um, here's what you know. What I really like is once you complete the first four of these puzzles, um, then you know you, you can't push the other two pillars, right? So what you have to do is you go up to the screen in the second room that actually displays the puzzle. And there are two uh, spheres attached to it. And you can remove them and put them in the pillars to be able to do the next two.
1: Yeah. Do you remember what spheres they were?
2: Uh, yes. A, a Besade sphere and a Kilika sphere, I think, right? Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Very weird. Uh, and when you take them out, it like shuts the lights of the room off, too it's yeah. cool as shit i was like oh my god we're doing it in the dark let's go yeah like at
1: first it kind of only shuts out like it, it, it seems like only half of the lights because one of the spheres is still in there and then you put it in there and then take the other one out and it gets like way darker
2: dude it's
3: so cool it like there's already so much mood to this place each of those pillars corresponds i think to a temple we've already been to then i think so yeah so each I think of that symbols represents uh yeah a temple because like because this is the final pilgrimage or the final pilgrim.
2: This is the final uh, stop on the pilgrimage, so it makes sense that like so oh you have it? to hit all the other <laughs>
1: temples. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the final temple.
3: <laughs> oh, Baj. Wasn't there a temple there?
2: Oh, we'll oh we'll get to Baj. <laughs>
1: nah. <laughs> um, nah. This is the final area, right? <laughs> the final. <laughs> But yeah, so then uh, after we do that, we see kind of all of the glyphs that are kind of circling around this like pit that we saw yes. in the middle. They all just start glowing. Yep. And I think they all c- correspond to the temples, like we were saying. And then we just kind of see like light shining up from inside the pit. And uh, then everything just goes kind of fucking nuts. Like the, yeah. the floor that we're like standing on, it just becomes completely like illuminated and like. It
2: looks so cool.
1: And when we look at the like the first screen that we saw, that first had the the puzzle on it in the first room, it's all like fucked up. It has like a like <gasps> yeah, a command this... line running on it, like yeah. a like red text, and just like like it's got all those glyphs on it, but it's just like have, cycling up like. Crazy. Have you ever played
2: Xenogears? I have not. Oh my have god! You... Okay, for for anybody have who you... has played it, it's like the ye shall be as gods thing. It's amazing.
1: Curtis, have you ever played a game called Final Fantasy VIII? <gasps> Oh, it's God, very the, similar to what does in the Dalit. Text say? Um, I forget. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get to there. that. We'll get to <laughs> we'll that. Get yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there.
2: Hey, Alex, just remember for like years in advance. I'm only gonna tell you this once. <laughs> 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 just remember, years from now, to read the text on the screen in timber, <laughs> timber, in timber. Anyway, yeah, it is okay. timber.
1: I said it like a you said like a real
2: fool. This mf said it.
1: <laughs> but anyway, <laughs>
2: to be fair, on the FF8 season, we could just end at Dalit and it would be perfect because hell yeah, it's perfect. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, right. But
1: uh, also, there's a save sphere here now, uh, which would have saved me quite a bit of time.
2: Um, yeah, a save sphere actually appears in the room, and I was like, God damn it!
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, you might wanna you might wanna save here.
2: Oh yeah, you might wanna save here, in <laughs> indeed. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um and then you just go into that other room and uh it starts a cutscene.
2: Yep. Starts so a cutscene and a boss fight, I believe.
1: Is there's no text before it is there? No, I don't think so. The only yeah, thing dialogue. that I I did the thing that I've done quite a few times in Final Fantasy X where I just stood there waiting for something to happen and nothing happened because I didn't actually notice that Titus is standing, like, on the illuminated floor. Yeah. Like, I was just in the room near the save sphere, and I was just, like, (laughs) you can kind of not really see Titus if you're not looking for him, and I was just like, oh, oh, okay, here we go.
3: Those six glyphs on the floor surrounding the hole, right? Yeah. Starts going wild. Yep.
2: And uh, a big flying praying mantis comes out of it. Yep, and everybody so. gets, everybody gets ready to whip its ass.
1: It looks a We're lot s- like the boss that's at Dalit. <laughs> at the top of the radio oh, tower. Oh, the
3: Elverit. Yeah, yeah, I can see <laughs> that. Indeed. Oh, it's got little, it's got no legs. It's just got a wormy bottom. Yeah, it's, yeah, got it's a, a, wormy it's a little really bottom. cool,
1: really cool enemy. Uh, it
3: reminds me of the first boss from Metroid Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that is I that Ridley? That. No,
0: that's
2: no. Not it's like it's a. Th- Thing, like, hanging in this big... Yeah, it was during set.
3: that whole escape thing. The Parasite Queen. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah, it's, it's
3: the Parasite Queen from Metroid Prime. It's less chunky but... <laughs> yeah. Same kind of vibe. Same strut. This is called the Spectral Keeper. Mm-hmm. And
2: this is... I feel like this is it's the... it got abs, um, too. It do, it do have abs. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of, like, the ultimate trigger command fight like the yeah. game has, like taught us from the very beginning how to use trigger commands and like oh sometimes your positioning and stuff matters and like what you do matters oh right this when is we were like hanging out with
3: riku we haven't done this since riku in the in
2: the ruins yeah well we've had like some similar stuff with like sid like telling sid to pull the shit back oh, yeah, and yeah. forward but, but i yeah, meant like in yeah. you know, like
3: kind of a centrifugal like yeah thing but yeah, yeah we're we're um there are six positions around the boss now and you can uh Basically move to any of them, right? Yep. At any time. You can just yep. run all the way across them if you want. Yep. So at any turn you can use trigger command
2: to place yourself slide on any to of left. those slide, slide to the right. <laughs> uh, and you can place yourself on any of those six platforms. And we're kind of like suspended into ether by these platforms, right? Like mm-hmm. like the 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 fight is not in the room that we were just in. It's just in like the nether realm. <laughs>
1: it's um, super fucking cool.
2: It is cool. It's cool as fuck. But we begin, and th- three of our party members are placed on the three that are essentially in front of it. Like, it faces one of the tiles at all times, or one of the positions, right? And then there's a one, like, sort of to its front left and its front right, and then there's three behind it. So they, mm-hmm. they all go around it.
3: Um, Twelve o'clock, two o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock. Rock. Rock. 8 o'clock. Yeah, Rock. Me <laughs> at the same time. That's good. Okay. Um, Every two hours. <laughs> right. It was just weird, I am bummed because like I was when I first saw the six like, oh, am I gonna have six party members? That would fucking rule oh, if it be just like wild, fucking yeah.
2: So the thing about this guy is the special Keeper counters, right? So like whenever you attack it and do damage, it counters, and it counters by swiping at the three circles in front of it. Yeah. If your party members are all there, then all three of them are gonna get hit, and it hits like a fucking truck too. Yeah. it, is, it does damage.
1: It, it might but, not kill your whole party, but it'll bring them all down to, like, being one hit away.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, or, alternatively, say that you moved all three of your
3: characters behind it. It would swipe and hit no one, right? Like, so that's possible, too. Is there a damage bonus for your position? Like, if you could get, like, a backstrike on it, does it do more damage?
1: I don't think so. Not that no. I noticed. But I also was kind of only using, like, magic, so I don't okay. know if that would have...
2: But, uh... So that, that like seems simple enough on the surface, right? That like, okay, get behind it, attack it, and then it's going to uh, flip around to face you and kind of rinse and repeat. But it has moves built in because it knows that that's what you're going to do. <laughs> so yeah. one of the ways it challenges you is by using a move called Berserk Tail. And Berserk Tail will hit an, a party member and Berserk, obviously Berserk them, and then they will attack, and so they'll just attack because they're berserked, right? Like that's the only thing that they can do, which will then cause the sanctuary or the the spectral keeper to do a giant swipe. So like, if you're like me, and Riku kept getting berserked, the fastest member of the party, you're like, no, she always yeah. has the next turn because she's the fastest. Yeah. So he berserks her. She attacks, and then he swipes and like kills somebody. And I'm like, son of a bitch! <laughs> and like, I looked at my equipment. I didn't have any Berserk Ward stuff for Riku, so I was just like, well, <laughs> that sucks.
1: Yeah, I had a lot of trouble with Berserk in this fight, for sure. Like, it kept just kind of being a thing where I, I, I'm i also pretty sure one time I tried using a Remedy, and it missed. And I don't know if that was just, like, a random chance or I miss, like, I saw something. But I was like, oh, okay, Remedy doesn't work on Berserk, even though I think it is supposed to. I don't know. So I was just kind of like, I was like, the only thing I can do is Asuna. No problem. I have Yuna. She can use that. And that's no problem. And then she got fucking berserked. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> shit. So I was like, kind of out of options at that point, because I didn't realize that I could still use Remedy. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to knock her out and then bring her back to life. I have attacks with Titus. I can make this happen. I can make this work. And I went to go and attack with Titus. And it was just like, out of range. I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, um, yeah, I got a couple game overs on this fight. Did you? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not it's...
2: easy. That That's the thing, is, like, my...
3: We haven't even that's talked 52, about... It's 52,000 HP. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it has quite a bit, and we haven't even talked about all the tricks it has up its sleeve, either. But, mm-hmm. um, I would say that, like, the way that I did this fight, because I, I was able to get it on my first try, but I did, like... I got close a couple times, right? And the thing was, I resigned myself to not attacking every set of turns. Yeah. So I was just like, look, sometimes you're just going to perform maintenance for, like, four characters' turns in a row. You're just... Nobody's going to get to attack. That's just the way it is sometimes. And so, like, that's my, like, suggestion or strategy for people who are trying to fight this boss is, like, look, sometimes you're just not going to put the damage out. You just have to spend multiple turns doing maintenance and just waiting for the right opportunity. Because, like, even though he has... 52,000 HP, um, Oren can do, like, 6,000 damage of swing. So what I would do is just get ready for Oren. I would be like, eventually Oren's gonna come in here, he's gonna do a big swing and hit him, do a good five, 6000 damage, and if I can do that 10 times... That's the battle, right? So all I have to do is just make sure I can survive long enough for Orin to get 10 good swings in. And instead of, like, trying to put everybody behind him and start getting his weird patterns, I'll just leave one person in front of him so he doesn't always turn around and just continually heal that one person who's in front of him.
1: Yeah. At one point, I was like, I'm going to use Orin. I'm going to have him guard so that way Yuna doesn't get berserk. He has like uh, an item that I got from like a chest or something that has berserk ward. So he yeah. won't be as likely to get berserk. And if he does, that's kind of helpful anyway, because it'll give him an attack buff and that's what he does. And uh, right, then right. I realized that you can't actually use guard in this fight because it's out of range.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, uh, one notable thing that I'm seeing here, which is actually really helpful. Uh, if you use mental break, Or, you know, Banishing Blade, which ipso facto gets, uh, you know, Mental Break on there. Uh, It'll actually make magic, like, more effective against... I actually,
2: I did do that on this one, yeah. Yeah, so Um.
1: uh, pretty much what I ended up doing was basically getting lucky. I didn't have the patience that Curtis does of, like, setting up my turns and stuff. I did that a little bit, but mostly I was just like, okay, Lulu could die on this turn, but she can also cast Ultima. And with uh, Yuna, I was just casting Holy, which I just unlocked. Yeah. And I was just, like, doing a shit ton of damage. Like, Holy does almost, like, almost 9,000 damage. Like, just... Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And, and it, 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 like, Yuna's a much more powerful black mage than uh, Lulu is, because even though Lulu has, like, magic boost or whatever, and ha- has to do twice as much uh, MP, she's still not as powerful as Yuna. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yuna has a, just a fuckload of magic power. Yeah. And that is a good strategy to make... To get you to cast Black Magic because, like, she's so innately strong at it. So, giving her those spells is really good.
1: Yeah. And the um, other thing I did was, uh, like, early on in the battle, I just used uh, Bahamut and got, like, an oh, easy okay. 25,000 damage. Nice. And, nice. Uh, but the interesting thing about that is, if there's an Aeon out, it will always kind of follow up with the same uh, moves that it does, where it will um, do. I was wondering.
2: Like, I was going to ask. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It doesn't attack on you. Uh, Which, like, with Bahamut, he was fast enough to just avoid it, which was awesome. I'm like, haha, (laughs) loser, now I can just, you know, dispel him or, you know, use haste. You were looking for the
2: Bob, but then you got the weave, son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so after he did that, though, and missed, he still follows up with two attacks, which is another thing that he can do just throughout the course of the battle, where it's, uh, what's the move called? It's Glyph something.
2: Oh, yeah, so we haven't even talked about this
3: yet.
1: Yeah, so it do, it does a move called uh,
3: glyph mine. Yeah, glyph mine, glyph mine. where it puts
1: uh, like a a mine under one of the one of the like glyphs one, that you're standing two, on, or, or, or a, even three. Yeah, I think on, I a, think. A, on a number of them. Yeah. Um, but if it's an Aeon, it puts it directly under your Aeon, and then it detonates it immediately. So it was just like, ha, he missed. Oh, he gets another turn where he puts this mine. Oh, he has a turn now where he detonates the mine. Oh, Bahamut's dead
2: yeah yeah so we should say that like so one of the the strategies that the sanctuary keeper uses while you have everybody out right is he will put mines on some of those those tiles and if you move to it it will explode and if you're on it when its turn comes up because it gets added to the turn list it will explode and those will just kill your party members so like you might be like oh i'll just keep everybody behind him right and then it'll place glyph mines behind him and force you to stand in front of him. Which is why I was like, that's another reason why I was like, hey, sometimes just don't attack. You know what I mean? So, like, if that happened and I had to have everybody in front, I would just be like, all right, well, this is maintenance turn then. I'm going to get Kamari out. I'm going to do cheer. I'm going to have Lulu focus or whatever. And we're just going to get buffed up until those mines go away. And then we'll continue the fight. So, it's like, it's interesting. I, I I actually like this boss quite a bit because I feel like it really, like, makes you stretch your brain in a way.
1: To yeah, try to, like, not me. Know
2: how to handle it? Yeah, yeah. Or it makes you use tri- trio of nines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like. Well, it's got more than five hits. Oh like. yeah, more than fifty thousand. You'll have to teach use to another character and then throw two fire gems.
3: Yeah, as long as I do two thousand damage before Riku like does her <laughs> fucking like uh, fire gem attack or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or I can somehow get her two uh, two mixes going because like. I don't know, Firestorm or something, which is six hits, which you can just combine a fire gem and an echo screen or an antidote or something. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, it's also important to note that glyph mine isn't just like a really good attack that will do a lot of damage. It's like an instant kill. Uh, yeah. It's like a, a death spell, basically.
2: Oh, you know what? One more minor, like very minor thing, but I just wanted to talk about it. So you guys, uh, so at least Carl, I know you got at least berserked once, right?
1: yeah I got you berserked notice, a
2: lot <laughs> Just the intense fucking animation when somebody gets berserk.
1: yeah it like zooms <laughs> in on them and like hovers there from it I was it like did my game freeze it slowly zooms like, in on
2: the berserked character and it's just like hey you'd better watch out for this and I was like yo they're doing like cinematic storytelling in the middle of this battle and it Fucking owns, like I yeah, love. Yeah, it was really it. good. <laughs> like it's so cinematic. It just like the camera slowly rotates and zooms into that character, just to be like, "Hey, you should watch out for this. Like yeah. this character is going to fuck you." <laughs> oh, so good, man. So uh, i tell you yeah, it's, a it's a fun FF10, man. FF10 is like so bad, but so good. <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> Like, like, so, like, man, it's so hard because, like, some of the choices that they do, especially like from a cinematography standpoint, I'm always like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, <laughs> they're just like, oh, it's 3D now, so I guess we can try this, I suppose. And like, yeah. hey, you know, how do you learn? You learn through experimentation, so whatever. But like, sometimes, dude, they just fucking nail it, and I'm just like, mwah. Looks
1: yeah, this so was good. a really, a really cool boss. I liked this a lot. Yeah. Even though too. I died, like, I got two game overs in it, which, like, at this point, with like the build that I'm making for my characters I was not expecting, but like that's the cool thing about it too, is it's like, no matter how good or like overpowered you think you are there's still gonna be a thing where it's like you have to strategize and you can easily like, lose.
0: Yeah
2: I was gonna say, you know what the best thing about this boss is, is that if you do lose there's no cutscene before it <laughs> you yeah. can just run right back into it and try again.
1: Yeah, that's honestly, that's probably why I liked it like more than Seymour <laughs> Flux. <Yeah.
3: laughs> you can make or break a boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah seriously. Not even the boss itself. Um, but eventually,
2: we beat the boss um, and an elevator appears. Uh, Did you get anything
1: hole. for defeating the boss?
2: Uh, Level four key sphere? Yeah. I think it doesn't pop up for a couple. There's some lines oh, before see. it pops up. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, we can do it now. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, well, I got an overkill, so I got uh, two level four key spheres. Oh, I think I just got one. Which allowed me to unlock double cast with Lulu, and then I also used a skill sphere to unlock double cast with Yuna, so if I had that during that fight, it would have been no fucking problem.
2: That is damage central now for you. That's going to be... Because, like... I feel here's another thing I like about Ten, right? Is that like different sets of characters have their thing that they're good at and do, right? So like Waka Lulu Oren those are damage dealers. They put out fucking damage. That's what they yeah. do. And like Kamari's like a wild card. And then Titus and Riku are like maintenance characters. They're like set up and get everybody ready and they go fast and then like Unis are healer. And so like Ripe Squad
0: yeah 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 the hype
2: squad and so i love that everybody has like their their lane you know what i mean and like because lulu is already and i mean in your case yuna are already in the damage dealing like lane double cast is just like oh now they're like the damage dealer like now they're really gonna fuck shit up i will say this about double cast double cast does make you watch the full animation twice and so i'm always like i wish you would just do the fucking spell
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's fine i'll take it um yeah the uh i think when i was like getting the purifying salts and everything since i just had yuna there as like the curaga on the zombie characters like it was sick because during that fight i it was just like yuna has unlocked the uh the like overdrive thing uh slayer (laughs) i was just like she's fucking killing everything dude (laughs) Wait.
2: Did I do Ride the Lightning or did I do Slayer?
1: It sounded like Raining Blood. Yeah, yeah
2: that's, that's Raining, raining blood. blood. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I get the two
2: confused. <laughs> Yuna's such a trooper. Anyway, um it's a good joke. Uh yeah, so after the <laughs> After the fight's over, Oren looks at Yuna and says Yuna. We're here. The hall of the final summoning. Go. And I'm like, oh man, Oren is pushing Yuna to her fucking death (laughs) right now.
1: Yeah. No
2: goodbyes or anything. No goodbyes or anything. He's just like, yo, it's time to do the thing. Yeah, you gotta do it. I know that we talk a lot about, like, what is Oren's game here? Like, (laughs) what is his plan? And I feel like at this point, I'm really like, what is his plan? Like, he's done this before he has a lot of insight into it. Is he literally just like, no, now you have to die too. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, we
1: just saw him when he was younger and he was like, no, Broska. like there's gotta be a better way we can make this so that you don't have to die. Yeah. So now like yeah. with him just being like, no, go. Nope. Let's
2: do it. Yeah. But the screen fades to black and we hear one more line from ghostject, right? And it's, huh?
0: What do you mean? No final aeon.
2: And that's it. There's no more of yeah. the conversation and I'm like, "What?"
3: Yeah. Oh boy. What is going on? So um yeah, and we get the uh the battle results after she goes down the elevator yeah, but before yeah. Jack speaks, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. But um then after that, the
2: elevator comes back up and, you, and Yuna's on it still cuz Eunice goes down by herself. Mm-hmm. To, it's like, "Yeah, yeah we were just part. getting used
3: to you being dead."
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then she comes back up and says, Sir Orin! Titus Everyone. is already
1: hooking up with uh, with Riku. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Rebound. But she calls everybody. She seems like a little like out of breath or like excited or surprised or whatever. And she's like, everybody, you always need to come right now. And like everybody gets on the elevator and we go down the shaft. And at the bottom of the shaft is a save point. Yep. I think that's where we're gonna end it today.
1: I think that's a good spot. Oh, what intense I think that's a good thing. spot because I haven't played any more. Whoa. <laughs> oh, what
2: intense thing does Yuna want to show us? I'm so excited for it. Oh, y'all, I'm so, oh, I'm so probably, excited. It's probably I, just I the end wait. credits. We did it. I, like, y'all got to, like, post in... The There's
3: disc- a DDR machine down here. Come check this <laughs> shit out. Y'all got
2: to, like, post in Discord when you, like, get through this next scene and just be like, holy shit, so <laughs> we can, like, talk about it before the podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's so good, dude. <sighs> yeah, this game rules. <laughs> See, now I'm like back into this game rules mode. Whereas, like <laughs> earlier today, I was like doing side quests and I was like, this game fucking sucks.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, just steal the purifying salts if you don't already have a no encounter.
2: What I'm gonna do is just let Alex mod my save. <laughs> Yeah, and then there's no boss there. He's like...
3: Yeah, yeah, no encounters means no bosses. It's like, <laughs> why doesn't everybody do you know, every- final summon? Like, well, you got the purifying salt.
2: <laughs> why doesn't everybody in Spira just equip Noah counter armor and then Sin won't be a problem anymore?
1: Yeah, Yuna just uses uh, purifying salt like pocket sand from uh, <laughs> King of the Hill.
3: Yeah, like Spira was going to import it, but the, like, the rollout was real messy and you have to get kind of on a wait list. <laughs> that doesn't sound like anything. Um... <laughs> I want my snort.
2: What do you guys think? What what, what, what thoughts do you guys have about this? About this area? I don't
1: know. I'm excited to find out more.
2: I like the Tetris. You know what we haven't done? What? The last three areas. Rankings? Rankings. Calmlands, Gagazette, Xanarkind. <laughs> Let's go. Xanarkind oh, best over. area. Xanarkind 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, Zanarkand. Aside from
1: just cool atmosphere, all that... You can get purifying salts very easily and you can get fucking no encounter, which is great. Good payoff. Yeah. Uh parking is great. Gagazette, I liked it a lot. I really oh, enjoyed
2: it. I also want to say, by the way, if we come back here later too, the whole like epic music without having like fighting music along the outskirts of Xanarkend continues. So yes, we can always dude. do that. So ten out Fuck of ten, Xanarken. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sorry, you were saying about Gagazette.
1: Yeah, no, Gagazette was really cool. That was where I first started, uh, like, flexing with Yuna and showing everyone what the meaning of death is, so...
2: Running up that hill.
1: Running up that hill.
2: Two out of ten, Gagazette. Don't like it.
1: That's fair. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's, it's a slog. It's I'm, a fucking I slog. I don't know why, like, snow areas in any game always just, like, really rub me the wrong way. I <laughs> love... Like, I was trying to think, like, if this was, like, just aesthetically different, like, what I hate as much, like... I can't tell. Because, oh, like, I, I love question.
1: snow areas in in level or in video. It always games just so feels
3: there. really disorienting in like the snowy areas. I think it's just because like the lack of detail and everything. It just feels like just psychologically like a little more. What is different?
2: What is your favorite kind of area in a game? Like let's say like you know Mario always has like desert land iceland whatever castle land. land like castle land
3: what's the first best area tropical kind of land? land is like too easy like you know the whole like uh green hill zone slash like yeah right the, the beach stuff it's always like too easy i'm always a big fan of like the desert areas desert areas are always they always smash the music is always good there's always cactuses hanging out i have a definitive
2: <laughs> answer for this by the way i have a favorite like yep. in every game and that is video game biomes cloud or air land always my favorite like anytime we're in the sky that can be if it's final fantasy that can be in an airship like if there's like a scene where we like go through an airship to destroy it or we're hijacking it or whatever amazing love it mario when we're like up in the clouds jumping from platform platform love it best Cloudlands. that's my that's my shit
1: have you played twilight princess
2: Oh, yeah. I, uh, when it came out.
1: Yeah, the the Sky Temple in that, I did not like.
3: <laughs> I don't remember. Like, I re- this was creepy like chickens with the human faces. Yeah.
1: Or, yeah I remember creepy, enjoying uh, it when it
3: came out, but like
2: I played it like right when it came out. So, yeah. Like, yeah,
1: I think I think it's a game that upon review, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, this isn't as good as I. That's what I it hear. Was. That's
2: what
0: I
1: hear. In my opinion, at least.
2: I remember liking the Desert Land from it. <laughs>
1: The desert land in that it was very good, very kick ass.
3: <laughs> That's what's always cool for me. All I right, think. Carl, was what's your favorite biome?
1: Uh, definitely like a water level, water really? and or ice or snow. Yeah, I really like water and like snow levels and stuff. Um, but yeah, like I like my favorite place in like Ocarina of Time was Zora's domain, and just like you know, it's always like relaxing, like evocative music and all that with. It's like a spa. Yeah, it's like a spa. It's, it's relaxing. Like it, it was like the kind. I remember. I think. uh I think in like Nintendo Power at one point there was like a question that was like, if you could live in any place in any Nintendo video game, where would you want to live? And like I thought uh. about it long and hard as a kid, and then I was like, I think I just want to live at Zora's domain. Like jump off that big fucking waterfall, you know?
2: <laughs> dude. You know, swim crazy? to Lake Hylia like- from there. If I'm thinking of like a Zelda dome, and like it go, it tracks, it tracks with it, right? Like, if there was a place I could live in a Zelda game, it would be the fucking Bird Town from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's it. a
1: really good area. Rita yeah. Village.
2: Like we, um, at my house when we first moved in here to to the n- new place I'm living in, and this is important to the podcast. You can't cut this out. This is, this is this, all of this is important. <laughs> we needed. Yeah, there's cats involved. Yeah, we needed to hook up internet into my room and like do some other work and like we had to go outside and get on like the big tall ladder and it was like one of those extension ladders you know like one of the ones that like they aren't like a triangle you know what I mean it's just a big ladder you yeah, have yeah. to prop it up and I immediately like a fire Like as soon as we were like oh we have to do this work I was like is are there going to be ladders involved and they're like yeah and I was like I want to do it let me do it <laughs> like <laughs> I love to be on ladder <laughs> like I dude I'm no joke no joke I have considered a career in like pole like, like the 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 what ladder do you call it? building no like uh, changing out like lights on top of those um oh, fuck the masts or whatever you know what i mean like people who climb up those masts that like are for oh yeah like, uh, yeah yeah like radios or airplanes or whatever i've been like, like i could do that job I would love
3: my, that my uh, cousin worked serviced like giant radio towers, which were like yeah. hundred feet tall. Yeah,
2: dude, I would do that. I would, That sounds so cool to me. I love it. I it pays well. And I, you know, I used to be afraid of heights, and I think I kind of still am, but like afraid in a way that like it's exciting. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, being up there is like so close to death. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> it's the same reason I eat McDonald's. Rolls. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You could have airplane. <laughs> you you could have airplane. <laughs>
3: Uh, anyway, um, Calmlands, How good was it? I like Lands a lot. Yeah, too. I really
1: like the Calmlands.
3: Just mostly because like it's as close to optional encounters as you can, because you just get a ch- walk up and get a choke about. It. Like, yeah, I just want. I'm it. not gonna give it a perfect score,
2: but I will give it a eight out of ten. I will say eight out of ten, better than most areas. Yeah, I'll,
3: I'll give it an eight. It's not my favorite, but it's like. It's pretty chill. It's yeah. not a good place to grind because you can go to like any yeah. corner. And I'm like, well, I want to do a little over here. I want to do a little over here. You yeah. Like, yeah.
1: you know what? The, the reason that, uh, the calm lands is a good area because you can get a chocobo, which is always good. But why are chocobos so good? Cause they make you go fast and they keep you from getting into encounters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good little buckos. <laughs> Carl, what the fuck did you just put in our fucking discord? <laughs> uh, yeah, currently I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, spectral keeper, uh, fandom page and there's just an ad and it it's weird because I have like I had the wiki up in like my vertical mon- monitor so the ad just kind of keeps like refreshing itself and jumping around on my screen <clears throat> and it is a Mont, I don't even know how to pronounce this word but Monty Swim Brazil Shimmer Bikini Bottom.
3: I think it's just bought on my screen.
1: Oh yeah but
3: it's, could be a bottle for all I know. I, uh,
1: I'm assuming it's kind of a uh like a banana hammock type uh swimwear. I don't know why I'm I'm
3: it's a TARJ.
1: Yeah, I don't know why it's being uh advertised to me, but I think it's just funny I'm that assuming it's
3: like this is what X2 equips like.
1: It shows it under the uh the popular pages and it's like Final Fantasy Wiki, Sephiroth, Loot, Cloud Strife, uh what's the last one? L Primer, and then it's just this fucking like Borat ass looking like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah. Ugh. I uh, I saw that and I figured I'd just send it to the guys.
2: In other words, eight out of ten, calm lands. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this
2: guys being uh, dudes. <laughs> dudes rock. Um, dudes
1: rockin'. Oh wait, yeah. Uh, so that I I do have an update on the, the uh, the ad here. Uh, it has changed, and it is now an ad for Fortnite. <laughs>
2: Go back. Never Go heard of back. It. <laughs> <laughs> Reject modernity.
1: It's a bundle for Fortnite that is $123 versus the $88 of that bikini bottom. So
2: I can think of a bundle that would be in that bikini bottom. <laughs> if it's a banana hammock, I suppose.
1: Yes. Yeah, anyway, I think that's uh <laughs> that's about it for this week, huh?
2: Yeah, I think we really uh <laughs> wrap that one up nice. Just like that phone. Hopefully we get our
1: stimulus check soon so I can buy that that accessory that was uh, advertised to me.
2: (laughs) I'm excited for our $2,000 stimulus to come out. Because when I get that $1,400, I'm going to spend every $800 of it and buy myself a $400. I'm
1: going
2: to buy myself a $400 PS4. Or if I don't buy that, I'll use every bit of that $100 to buy... A twenty dollar meal at McDonald's.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Is the McRib still around? <laughs> Is the McRib Good still question. around?
2: Well, there are echoes of it in this place. <laughs> <laughs>
3: taste taste of faith.
2: <laughs> taste of faith.
3: Taste of the faith.
2: <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the the time in between the fucking McRib is the calm. <laughs> Why does the McRib keep coming back?
1: <laughs> I can't believe Sir Jack turned into the McRib.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no matter how many times it's defeated, the McRib always comes back. <laughs> Alright, well, Alex, would you like to... um? sacrifice one of us to become the faith to defeat sin
3: i guess so carl already volunteered
1: i was gonna say do you want to kill grief or yeah. whatever
3: <laughs> thank you to night of the round for the theme music um again they are still streaming they are still streaming final fantasy 7 on thursdays and saturdays they are streaming final fantasy 8 um so go give them a, a follow even a subscription on uh on twitch they, they definitely could use the support considering the uh, the shows are not coming in yeah. as they used to thank you to Nobuo Uematsu Masashi Hamauzu and Junior Nakano for the game music rate, review, subscribe anywhere you find our pod leave us a message at 530 Materia and find us at every FNFF on all the things and guys looks like the end of the podcast close enough
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey. Thank <laughs> you.